0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown subject season three of WTOP's American nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: With the right lane getting by on the eastbound side, left lane getting by west. It's also a work zone set up west at route 29 Washington Boulevard with the left lane getting by I-395. The work is after Edsel road. Last check, the right lane was getting by the WTOP traffic center is presented by window nation. Buy no, uh, pay no interest for five
2: years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. The forecast, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson.
3: Isolated showers to start your day, and don't be surprised if you do see a few snowflakes mixing in. Melting, though, so no impacts to area roads. Just a few snowflakes mixing in, giving us a little flavor of winter. Temperatures in the 30s here early this morning will top out in the mid-40s, turning partly sunny. 7 News Chief Meteorologist, Veronica Johnson, in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: It is a chilly morning, to be sure, and we do you have some shower activity now starting to drift into northern Loudoun and southern Frederick County. It is 39 degrees in Friendship Heights at 159. You're listening to WTOP,
0: Washington's news traffic and weather station.
2: WTOP News Facts Matter. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Coming up...
4: An FBI agent detailing the moment she says two men carjacked her at gunpoint. I'm Cheyenne Corrine.
2: More details emerging about that deadly explosion at a house in Arlington Monday night. The man at
5: the center of the Arlington explosion had a history of filing complaints with the FBI. I'm Nick Iinelli.
2: Maryland announces the first corridors targeted in its pedestrian safety action plan. In Hyattsville, I'm John Doman. A Montgomery County man arrested in connection with a string of burglaries.
5: Two o'clock... is CBS News on the hour presented by Indeed.com I'm Christopher Cruz could we see another truce between Israel and Hamas? CBS's Chris Livesay is in Jerusalem
1: Israel says that as soon as Hamas produces more names then they'll go back to the negotiation table but Israel insists that this all fell apart when Hamas uh, failed to live up to its end of the bargain it says that they had a list of names that they had agreed upon but at the last minute Hamas pulled out, and leading up to that moment, there had been mounting concerns that Hamas was simply going to run out of names of women and children that it could release.
5: The Israeli army says Hamas is still holding 138 hostages. FBI Director Christopher Wray has told a congressional committee that terrorists may attack targets in the U.S. Given the steady drumbeat of calls for attacks by foreign terrorist organizations since October 7th, we're working around the clock to identify and disrupt potential attacks. The Senate has now approved the nominations of about 425 military officers whose promotions had been blocked by Alabama Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville, Pentagon spokesman Patrick Ryder. We've got a lot of work to do, uh, and you, you need to have the right leaders in place uh, in order to uh, carry out those operations a judge in Wisconsin has affirmed her earlier ruling that an 1849 state law that had been interpreted as a near total ban on abortions doesn't apply to consensual abortions CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. After
3: the Dobbs decision Republican governors looked at laws that existed long before there ever was a Roe v. Wade to see whether 19th century laws were still in effect to ban abortion. In Wisconsin the governor and attorney general are Democrats they brought this lawsuit arguing that the 1849 law doesn't ban abortions at all, and the state appellate court agreed the decision will be appealed to the Wisconsin Supreme
5: Court. Are you mailing Christmas cards and packages? CBS's Matt Piper has the dates you need to keep in mind if you want to make sure they get there before the big day.
3: Since Christmas falls on a Monday this year, two of the three largest carriers, including FedEx, recommend mailing packages out December 13th. That's next Wednesday. It typically takes five to seven business days for packages to get to their destinations.
5: Former President uh, Donald Trump has declined to rule out abusing power if he's elected president again. He was asked on Fox if he would promise that he would uh, never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Trump responded, quote, except for day one. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and
2: hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 203, Wednesday morning, December 6th, 2023, 39 degrees, showers, maybe some snowflakes mixed in early, lows in the 30s. Don't get your hopes up. Those snowflakes won't be sticking anywhere close to here. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following at this hour. One of the people that police say was involved in the carjacking of an FBI agent in Northeast DC last week has been arrested. Details now from WTOP Cheyenne Corinne.
4: 17 year old Devonte Lynch is being charged as an adult for carjacking an FBI agent on November 29th in the 100 block of 12th Street Northeast. According to court documents, the woman FBI agent was approached from behind, knocked to the ground, and then became disoriented. The victim then says while laying on her back, a gun was pointed at her and her her keys and phone were taken. She also says her lip was cut during a brief struggle for her items. The suspect's car was found only 15 minutes later nearby. Through an anonymous tip and witness at Lynch's school, police were able to identify Lynch and arrest him and his home on Monday. The search for the second suspect continues. Cheyenne Corrent, WTOP News.
2: It's 2:04 now to Arlington County and the latest on that house explosion in the heart of the Bluemont neighborhood. On Monday night, Arlington County Police have identified the man inside the house as 56-year-old James Yu. They say he was the only one inside the duplex when it exploded. Police say they were called to the house on North Burlington City around 445 Monday afternoon for a report of gunshots.
3: On-scene investigation revealed that a male suspect discharged a flare-type gun from the residence more than 30 times. Officers attempted to engage with the suspect without success. A search warrant was ultimately obtained to allow our officers to secure any weapons to ensure there would be no ongoing threat to the community.
2: As Arlington County Police Chief Andy Penn, officers eventually ended up breaking down the front door after a four-hour standoff and deploying what police call non-flammable chemical munitions to try and coax you out of his hiding spot. The house exploded around 830, shattering homes and home and car windows and injuring several Arlington County police officers. Minor injuries, we are told. What led to that explosion remains under investigation. Meanwhile, police are also looking into several concerning social media posts that James U made. And we're learning that U was no stranger to federal authorities. WTOP's Nick Ionelli with more on those details.
5: James U, the man who lived at the house that exploded, had contacted the FBI several times through phone calls, online tips, and letters claiming that he was the victim of fraud. You was an unusual person who had a history of posting paranoid rants on social media. Arlington County police say they don't know much about him, only that neighbors had complained a couple of times about too much noise coming from his house. Melissa Hernandez lives nearby. She says the house always had the windows covered with paper. It was a house that was known to be a strange place.
0: Yeah, it was, especially for this neighborhood where there's a lot of character and a lot of neighbor interaction and friendliness, and no one ever saw anyone from that house.
5: Oh, you actually never saw him ever? No, nope, okay. I've never seen him seen him.
0: I would see the car there most times, but um, nothing, nothing ever in or out of the house. In Arlington, Nick Einelli, WTOP News.
2: It's 207. Fatal crashes and pedestrian fatalities are on the rise this year in Maryland. Yesterday, state transportation officials announced where some much-needed improvements will start as, as a pedestrian safety action plan begins to
0: take shape. We could see more than 600 roadway fatalities by the end of this year. That's a number that we haven't seen since 2007.
1: Joe McAndrew is MDOT's Assistant Secretary for Planning and Project Development, and he notes fatal pedestrian crashes this year have already
5: surpassed last year's total.
0: It's imperative that we put the action in the Pedestrian Safety Action
5: Plan. There are 23 corridors around the state slated for improvements under this action plan, including
2: a stretch of East-West Highway in Hyattsville and New Hampshire Avenue from the Beltway into Langley Park. The improvements will vary by need but could include reduced speed limits, narrower lanes, restrictions on where you can turn and other options. The first to be completed should be along New Hampshire Avenue. In Hyattsville, John Dome and WTOP News. A Silver Spring man is under arrest for his role in a string of apartment burglaries. 41-year-old Tremaine McDowell was arrested and charged after officers responded to his home for a domestic-related assault and spotted piles of expensive electronics in the living room. Montgomery County Police Detectives say they've been investigating a series of burglaries at the Lennox Park Apartments, the Viridian, and the Arrive Apartments that took place between July and November. McDowell was one of the detective's suspects. Police got a search word for the apartment, found apartment building fobs, and three loaded gun magazines. McDowell currently being held without bond. Coming up on WTLP after traffic and weather, a fast casual dining icon of the past is shutting its last DC area location. It's 208. Michael and Son's heating tune up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Rick McClure in the traffic center. Capital
1: Beltway work zone set up on the interloop of the Legion Bridge, taking the left lane. Route 50 still looking good between Northeast DC, Buoy, and Annapolis, and, uh, the Bay Bridge, work closing the eastbound span, causing two-way traffic on the westbound side through Hanover. The long-standing work zone eastbound, Route 100 at Coca-Cola Drive. That uh, still blocks the left lane. Over in Virginia 66, got a few work zones set up through Arlington before and after Route 29. Roslyn with the right lane getting by east and the left lane getting by west. We'll also have another work zone set up east after Route 29, Washington Boulevard with the left lane getting by. 395, the work still standing after Etzel Road with the right lane getting by. I-95, two work zones set up along the southbound side. No delays through before the Dale City exit, 156, blocking the left lane. The other before Quantico with the left lane getting by. Remember that uh, northbound ramp from Route 17 to northbound 95 is shut down with the work. And through the district, still quiet on the freeway. 295s and the DC side
2: of the Suitland Parkway. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast from 7 News First Alert. Meet Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson.
3: A few isolated to scattered rain showers here early this morning. There may be a few wet snowflakes mixing in, albeit melting on the way down. Any accumulation with snow would be in the higher elevations just along and west of I-81. Temperatures here early this morning will be starting out in the 30s. We'll top out in the mid 40s for the afternoon with partly sunny skies. Dry for Thursday, also up to about 45 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: It's 38 in Columbia, Alexandria with 41 degrees, 42 at Penn Quarter. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff
5: Claybaugh. The number of unfilled jobs across the country fell to the lowest level in almost two and a half years in October. Nokia loses a lucrative AT&T partnership to rival Ericsson, a $14 billion deal for a 5G equipment plant in Texas. The Washington Business Journal says the D.C. area's last Romano's macaroni grill at Kingstown Center will be torn down and replaced with a big Rocky mountain theme restaurant, Lazy Dog, which has locations in Fairfax and Chantilly. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News.
2: In the moment to hand on WTOP, a closer look at how a major drugstore chain is reshaping how it prices prescription drugs. It's to
4: 11 Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine in school can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients.
6: This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid? It goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at mygruffpsa.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. It's
4: two twelve. Damage from wildfires is devastating and traumatic. After wildfires, dishonest contractors show up hoping to make a quick buck from your insurance claim. They'll promise anything if they can get you to sign a contract, collect your payment in advance, and ultimately do no work at all. Avoid being the victim of contractor fraud. It estimates from at least three contractors. Check references, and remember, if you didn't request it, reject it.
3: To report fraud, call
0: us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau.
2: When a warrior faces adversity, he fights through it. He finds a way. Freedom isn't free.
1: Rolling Strong. Believe. Believe you can, and you will. Wheelchairs for Warriors provides mobility solutions to veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. Join the mission and visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org.
2: In the moments ahead this Wednesday morning, the Smith Center hosts an overtime thriller
1: between local schools and how the Nationals won the MLB draft lottery but won't pick first overall. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP.
3: My
6: dad, he's a double amputee and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for Our Troops built this house and my dad can get through
4: the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at HFOTUSA.org.
6: This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite at of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid... It goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at mygruffpsa.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and of the National Crime Prevention Council. The
2: WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes. On the eights And when it breaks.
3: Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts
2: matter. 2-15 Wednesday morning with Ian Crawford. Thanks for spending part of it with us. CVS is planning to rework the model it uses to price prescription drugs. The nation's largest drug store chain will simplify the formula it uses to set those prices. And it could very well impact how Americans' pharmacies are paid and how much you pay for your prescriptions. Anna Matthews, who covers health insurance for The Wall Street Journal, joined us earlier with more on CVS's new pricing model.
0: CVS is saying it wants to be paid based on what it spends to acquire the drugs. So it would get paid that amount, plus a markup, plus a flat fee to cover the cost of the services it provides.
3: Why is CVS doing this? And has there been a push because everybody's complaining about how much and how high prices are going?
0: People definitely complain about drug prices, no doubt about that. CVS is doing this partly to stabilize the financial future of retail pharmacy. They say that this will help ensure that they have a sort of steady income for that business as they try to maintain it amid challenges, frankly, margins that have been challenged by the pharmacy payment model that exists now. They've also said they want to add to the transparency in the drug supply chain. It's pretty opaque right now and very confusing to most consumers and even to many people in the industry.
5: Well, given that CVS is such a large chain, is it likely that others will follow them in this pricing model?
0: That definitely remains to be seen. We will have to see if Walgreens, for instance, and others in the space choose to make a similar move. CVS is the biggest, but they are still definitely not the entire industry, and we don't know what will happen next.
3: And Anna, what about the cost to us, the consumer? So if I'm going to get my prescriptions filled at CVS, will I see anything any cheaper?
0: It'll be phased in over time. So the first phase of this will affect consumers in that the new prices that CVS is moving toward will be available through certain drug discount cards starting in the first half of 2024. Then in the start of 2025, the new pricing is supposed to go into effect for people who have drug plans through their employers, essentially. So that's when it would probably hit a greater number of people. What they said is that it could mean that certain drugs cost a little. A more. Certain drugs cost a little less. It should sort of pencil out in the end, but there'll be some changes.
2: Anna Matthews covers health insurance for the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> now a quick look at the top stories we're working on this morning at WTOP. The man who died in that home explosion in Arlington Monday night is identified by police. And he had some interactions with the FBI. Congress grills a handful of university presidents on their efforts to counter anti-Semitism on campus amid the Israel-Hamas war. And with the last one out, please shut off the lights. Yet another high-profile member of Congress decides not to run for re-election next year. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 218. Traffic and weather on the 8th back to Rick McClure in the traffic
1: center. Still pretty quiet on most of the area roadways. 270, 95, the BW Parkway all traveling nicely. The Beltway, only thing happening there is a work zone on the interloop of the Legion Bridge taking the left lane. Route 50 to the Bay Bridge with work closing the eastbound span causing two-way traffic along the westbound side. Through Hanover with the work zone, long-standing work zone there along the eastbound side of Route 100 at Coca-Cola Drive. That one blocks the left lane. Through Virginia 66, got about three work zones inside the Beltway through Arlington. Before and after Route 29, Roslyn, with the right lane getting by on the eastbound side. Left lane getting by westbound. There's also a work zone set east after Route 29, Washington Boulevard, with the left lane getting by. 395 North, the work is after Etzel Road, had the right lane getting by. In I-95, two work zones set up along the southbound side before the Dale City exit 156, blocking the left lane, and before Quantico, with the left lane getting by. And through the district, still quiet. Freeway, 295s, D.C. side of the Suitland Parkway, inbound New York Avenue, 3rd Street Tunnel, you name it.
2: so quiet. Rick McClure, WTOP Traffic. Now your forecast from 7 News First Alert. Meteorologist, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson.
3: Early morning dampness with a few rain showers and even a few wet snowflakes mixing in. I do expect this uh, to come to an end by around 7, 8 o'clock this morning. So right around sunrise. Now, we are going to see skies clear. We're going to turn partly sunny later today with temperatures pushing into the mid-40s. Right now, though, you got to deal with the chill. We're in the 30s. we do another re. Repeat with temperatures similar for Thursday, topping out at about 45 degrees with dry conditions dry for Friday. But wow, it's going to be mild, close to 60 degrees, close to 62 on Saturday with partly sunny skies. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Radar is a very light precipitation streaming out of the Shenandoah Valley through Loudoun County and even into Montgomery County now, heading over towards Clarksburg and even Germantown. It is 41 at Reagan National Airport, 38 at BWI Thurgood Marshall Airport, and 39 at Dulles, and it is 2.20 in the morning. And coming up on WTOP, another hat flies into the ring to be Virginia's next governor. It's 2.20.
4: Here's Kristen Ruiz, the Deputy Chief Information Officer at the Transportation Security Administration on the Data Resiliency Series, sponsored by IBM 4. TSA has a lot of data. We have tons of disparate data. Things like artificial intelligence and other emerging technical areas, they won't be relevant or useful if we don't understand how to leverage and harness the data that we do have. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search IBM 4. In today's ever evolving digital landscape, data is the lifeblood of federal agencies. Protecting data has never been more crucial. With IBM's storage portfolio, it's not just about safeguarding data, it's about ensuring the availability, recovery, and reliability of stored data to support mission critical operations. Four Inc. is an IBM Platinum partner providing federal agencies with solutions to keep data secure, accessible, and resilient. Fortify your data resiliency with IBM solutions that deliver unmatched speed and efficiency. Visit FOURINC.com.
2: It's 221. Oftentimes, the wheelchairs our veterans and first responders receive from their health care providers
5: are subpar at best. Some are falling apart with a years-long waiting list for a new one. This lag causes a tremendous amount of stress for our heroes and creates a burden for their caregivers. Isolation leads to
2: depression. We build what they need to get outdoors, hunting, fishing, or playing sports. Join the mission at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. It's 2023. It feels like what used to happen in a week now happens in a day.
0: In a world changing this fast, you've got to stay up to date.
2: Check back with WTOP two, three, four times a day.
3: WTOP News. Facts matter.
2: This is WTOP News. It's 222. Campaign 2025 on WTOP. Richmond's mayor announced he's running for governor in Virginia just a day or so ago, and he's already getting a lot of endorsements. LeVar Stoney is getting backing from 10 current and former members of the state's General Assembly, including Senate President Pro Tem Louise Lucas, who is about to become chair of the powerful Senate Budget Committee, and Senator Mamie Locke, chair of the Senate Democratic Caucus. Congresswoman Abigail Spanberger has already announced that she is running for the Democratic nomination for governor. Republican Glenn Youngkin is barred by law from seeking a second consecutive term. The long-awaited extension of the Rhode Island Avenue trolley trail in Hyattsville is finally complete.
4: The new 10-foot-wide, half-mile paved path stretches from Farragut Street south to Arment Trout Drive. Joe McAndrew, MDOT Assistant Secretary for Transportation, says the path will also improve safety and accessibility.
0: It's a critical connection uh, connecting the town of Hyattsville College Park uh, to many trail connections that will take you into the District of Columbia and throughout the state of Maryland.
4: Hyattsville Mayor Robert Crossan says the trail's already popular, but the expansion will allow even more people to use it. We have businesses that um, are served by the trail so people can ride their bikes, they can walk to the businesses. So, all right, it's great. Cheyenne Corrine, WTP News. How much does it cost
2: to rename a school? Lee Burden with Fairfax County Public Schools told the school board there this week that's usually around $300,000, but she says renaming WT Woodson High could cost considerably
3: less. $0.1 million is proposed as a placeholder to be allocated for costs of renaming the Woodson High School.
2: Yes, that was $100,000. That's because a lot of things there just say Woodson and they won't have to be replaced. The county's considering paying for the change using money from grants and excess sales tax revenue. The school board voted to change the name to Carter G. Woodson High School last month after it was revealed that the school's former namesake was a segregationist. Same council, but new leadership at the top. Montgomery County Council Member Andrew Friedson has been elected to serve as council president. He represents the district including Potomac, Bethesda, and Kensington, and made it clear that the county's public education system will be closely monitored.
6: Along with two new inspector general positions dedicated exclusively to MCPS, we will work with state partners, the Office of Legislative Oversight, and the Board of Education to ensure accountability for investments in educational outcomes.
2: Friedson suggests there might be some belt tightening in the future, noting the county has unprecedented needs and only finite resources. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Rob Woodfork. The best game of the local college basketball slate was in Foggy
1: Bottom, where Navy was a double-digit underdog at George Washington, but he raced a 12-point deficit to force overtime... And it was the Rebs who finished the job. Fish at the
6: drive. up the glass. A one! What a spectacular
2: shot.